What do you do when your fiber contractor gets all weird on you? This one strangely happens more than you would imagine. So the short answer is you block them. Uh, that's kind of obvious. I want to talk more about how you recognize the early signs and then if you can mitigate the results when you recognize it and I guess spoiler alert, the answer is kind of no on that one too. So first off, just you know, to not bury the lead, if when you're in Fiverr, there's a chat, and uh, I'll give you an example. I've I've worked well, no, pardon me. In the chat, go in there and just click report on whatever the weird guy or gal said, and uh, you can report it. It'll ask you why you're reporting it. You know, make me feel uncomfortable or saying inappropriate things. Then it'll ask you for a quick little message on it. The last one I had to report, I was like, I literally said he's saying weird things to me after the gig was closed. And then when you submit that, it'll ask you what you want to do. And one of those options is to block the uh, block the contractor, block the seller. So then that's done. You won't hear from them again. Um, but the thing is, I've dealt with developers from the Ukraine. Uh, I've worked with dev teams in Germany. I've worked with dev teams in Latin America, which are now my absolute favorite. Uh, I've worked with contractors in Sri Lanka. I've worked with contractors in Pakistan. And in fact, it was these last two, the, the Pakistan and Sri Lanka, that I had an issue with. Um, I've spent a lot of money on Fiverr, and I've, quote-unquote, lost a lot of money on Fiverr. You know, you get, you get through uh, the gig, and it's just disastrous, and $200 later, you're like, uh, why did I ever do that? And I guess for me, I'm the kind of guy that just wants to cut losses, be done with it, and I lick my wounds. Occasionally, I, I've gone back to Fiverr and disputed and said, this was ridiculous, what happened here? Um, but generally speaking, dump these people, move on with your life. If you focus on the pillars of create value, share value, receive value, it's just not worth your time and energy and weirdness, honestly, to like stay with these... Uh, it's creepy. It's creepy. So, and again, and, and I don't want anyone to think that I have something particular against any one of these countries. I have noticed, however, though, that some of the, the Indian contractors, things in like Sri Lanka and then in Pakistan, they just get kind of, they get weird in like a emotional clingy kind of way. Here's some examples. Here's some red flags. Let's start talking about that. Okay, the Sri Lanka guy started blowing me kisses. I know that sounds ridiculous, but he put the emoji in there with like the little, what is it, the heart that comes out the lips. And a lot of times I, I like chalk this up to cultural difference, you know? Maybe they uh, just look at the blowing a kiss emoji differently than I do. And uh, if I if I liked a person enough, I would even say, hey, you know, that doesn't quite mean what, what you think uh, it means. But... He started blowing me kisses. Uh, he would say things like, don't worry, dear, um, whatever, I've got you covered. You know, just little, little things that weren't quite clicking and I'm like, mm, I don't like it. So anyway, this guy was an amazing graphic designer and I'm really bummed because I, I'm, I haven't named this site that I'm working on yet because it's still in beta, so I don't want to blow it up just yet. But man, he did great, great artwork. And we were and we were done. You know, development goes in phases. This is something I talk about a lot in the revenue operations operations side. You have to know how to scope these things, phase these things, and and make sure you're always maintaining 
um, course, but it goes in phases. And for the graphic design, I was done. So then I was on to look for full stack developers and, and database developers and, uh, and uh, database administrators, et cetera, um, to actually launch the application. So like a week later, they come at you with some passive aggressive stuff. And he was like, uh, here, here was red flag number two. He started insisting that I go back and there's a little private message that Fiverr will send you, you know, like privately rate this. Well, he was sending me screenshots of others and he was like, hey, you should have all three of these now. Go back and click them and, and uh, it helps me out. And like, I, I, man, I, I tip my Colombian contractor. I pay her like twice what these gigs are normally. And, um, you know, I pay well, I th especially if the deliverables are excellent. And I go back and I cover these things, even though I get a ton of them. Um, but it's just weird when they start getting pushy. So that was red flag number one. They'll get passive aggressive and they'll start getting pushy. And then the final red flag for me is he came back and we hadn't talked in like a week or something. He was like, he's, he either said something like, why don't you like working with me? Or have I done something to make you angry? Like something like that. And just that was enough for me. Like I blocked it. Um, there was a long time ago where I let one of these go for a long time and it just gets, it got too creepy. And so, so my point is don't hang on, like you really can't mitigate these. It doesn't, it doesn't ever get better. Once it sort of gets polarized and gets super awkward, dump it. So that brings me to a contractor I had working on Twitter and I, I didn't love his method but it was supposed to be a 30-day gig and I was letting him do his thing and we're and I guess we're in day like 17 or 18 right now and when there were there were clear parameter parameters and he was running along doing his thing like to me that's it I've got a dozen different contractors sometimes doing whatever like I've, I've got writers I've got developers I've got virtual assistants just people doing admin stuff um and then designers when I need them, et cetera. So sometimes you have a dozen different gigs rather going on at the same time. And I don't want to have to sit there and like hold hands and, and have coffee with you every single day. So this guy, first red flag is he kept com coming in and like, hey, good morning. How are you doing? And he, he wanted to hype up trust. You know, oh, it just it's important to me that everyone trusts each other. I'm like, eh, all right. You know, I, I've traveled the entire world. I respect different cultures. Uh, you know, I don't particularly have any beef with anything and then the business guy in me especially on the red rock side like i care about your results like if you got results that's it so you don't have to try to like artificially charm me and and schmooze me along and generally speaking this is both business and personal and um when you're hiring people listen to what they're saying and if they keep repeating something like i value trust or i think it's important that we trust each other or trust is the most important thing to me Normally, normally, that's nine times out of 10. They're saying that to either convince themselves or they're saying that because they know it's not true and they wanna to try to make you believe it. So this went on and then today out of the blue, like his profile picture kept changing in ways that were making me uncomfortable. Uh, you know, it just felt fake and unauthentic. I didn't know who I was actually talking to. This was on WhatsApp, uh, not Fiverr anymore. And then, he just came in and, and said some weird sort of passive aggressive things today. And we're on a different time zone. So he was in Pakistan. I'm here. I knew it was midnight there. We had signed off before. 
And I, that was it. I, there was enough red flags for me. I had been through this before. I know that when you get comfortable, it never gets better. You know, they'll, they'll start trying to manipulate you for upsells or twisting your arms for, for uh, like, uh, I'm not that referrals are bad. It's just they start trying to get you to, they start trying to manipulate you based on emotions. Uh, so I went in and swapped out my passwords and ended all those sessions and, and I gave them some feedback. And that's another thing too, is I'll always start with the honest feedback. I showed them, I, what I value is traffic. I talk a lot about buying traffic so that you can convert things and you can look at analytics. And I showed him in the last 21 days, I, I pay for ads on Facebook. That's a different conversation. It's been converting offers for this particular app I'm working on. And all this Twitter work 21 days later has been like 10 visits to the site. So was it worth it? It probably wasn't worth it. Tomorrow, I expect to get like a flurry of uh, I thought we trusted each other and all these little passive aggressive emails but the point of this clip here is to, to just really I want you to feel okay with your weird feelings and then dumping something like the moment it gets weird don't you don't owe I mean you owe people what you agreed to and I, I still owe this guy half a payment that I'm gonna pay and that's that's how I ended up with that just gave him some brief feedback and said hey is this still the place that I could pay you um, that's it we're at the 10 minutes I'm, I want to keep these short summarizing what do you do with your fiber contractors when they get weird the first answer is you block them and how do you block them go into the comment click report, it'll ask a couple questions and it'll ask you what you wanna do about it. What you wanna do about it is block. And then anyone else, any other contractor, if you have them on WhatsApp or some other agreement, don't let things get icky. If you're showing up to, to work every day or seeing that results and it just feels empty and unauthentic, dump it, man, dump it. So what do you do? Dump it. See you guys.